Good morning. Yes. Save my There we go. Yesterday I was uh, after mass. I was in the sacristy with Deacon Pat Lenz, and he was saying, you know, Peter. He had a rough time with Jesus. You know, they didn't always kind of connect and get along because, you know, think about it. Peter denied Christ, right? Jesus said, "Get behind me, Satan!" To Peter, and um, he says, "You know where all that trouble with uh, Jesus started with Peter uh, in the gospel today is where it started." He said, "Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law." That's how it all started. <laughs> I was laughing. It was a, I was like, wow, that's a good one. <laughs> now, there's good mother-in-laws, I'm sure. So today's scriptures, as we, look at, as we look at these scriptures this morning, and we look at this, we're right at the beginning of Mark's gospel today in Mark here. And in this gospel of Mark, we see that Jesus is doing a lot of powerful and just amazing things. You know, there's a lot of physical healings happening. His fame, it says at the one, one verse, it says, you know, that the whole town gathered at the door um, at this, of this home where, Pete, where Jesus was. And, and at this place, he says, they brought him who were many who were sick and various diseases. He drove out many demons, um, not permitting them to speak. And then we go on a little further. And then Jesus is out praying, you know, after serving that day, he's out in the desert, deserted area praying. And then it says here, you know, the apostles are looking for him. And they say to him, Simon actually comes to him and says, you know, everyone's looking for you. And Jesus' response was, let them go to, I, he says, let us go on to nearby villages that I may preach there also, for this is the purpose I have come. And so you hear that line, this is the purpose that I've come. That's a pretty powerful statement from Christ. So the purpose that he's come is to go and preach in these other villages. Because he wants everyone to hear what he has to say. And remember, Christ's purpose for being here, all throughout the Gospels, he's always talking about the Father. He's always talking about revealing his Father's love. Revealing God the Father's love to each and every person. And then you look at this gospel and you see how he's doing all these healings. Large crowds gather around him. And Jesus, I think, senses that... Because you notice often he'll say, don't tell anybody. Don't go out and spread this all over the place. Or he tells the demons. He wouldn't let the demons speak. You would think like, well, wouldn't it be a good thing for Jesus to be known you know, if you see somebody that has a demon and they start speaking, this is the Son of God. Or somebody's healed and they run off and they tell everyone. But Jesus always seems to be reserved in his wanting people to be uh, running around telling everybody about their healing or telling everyone this or that about him. And he's, why is that? I was like, why, why wouldn't Jesus want this? You know, why wouldn't he want people telling everyone else and gathering a large crowd around and, you know, more and more things? And I think what Jesus is sensing is, you know, in our humanness, we're looking for some sort of a, you know, kind of like an entertainment, you know? We want to be entertained. And Christ doesn't want to be treated like a, 
kind of like a, a, a soda machine, you know, where, you know, hey, we want to see something cool. Come up to Jesus, put a quarter in. You see something cool, and then you go off your way and you do your own thing. Kind of like prayer, right? You know, you, you come to prayer and you want what you want, and then you get what you want, and then you go on. Because I got what I need, and then I walk away. Jesus is longing for that personal relationship with us every day. You know, and we can approach the Lord, I think, sometimes with, here's what I need, here's what I need, here's what I need. Rather than just saying, Jesus, how's things going? You know, how's, how's your heart? What would you like me to pray for you today? How would you like me to intercede for you? So, loving the heart of Jesus. We often think, God, I need God's love. God love me. God love me. Which is true. But there's something to say about us actually saying, maybe in the chapel here, with the Eucharist, with Jesus there, and saying, Jesus, how can I love you today? What would you like me to pray for? What's on your heart today as the Son of God, as my Lord? How can I intercede for the people on your heart today that are most troubling your heart? And that's a different way of looking at it. That's saying, I'm not just going to put a quarter and get what I want, but I want to invest in this relationship. I want to take time with you, Lord. And so Jesus is kind of cautious and I think sometimes reserved about, uh, if you will, creating a spectacle. But he, he's not going to stop healing just because he's afraid that it might, if you will, people might take it the wrong way and just come and see, entertain, be entertained by him. Because Christ, if you notice in other areas of the gospel, when he heals somebody... He doesn't, he doesn't need, he, he's not doing it, he's not using people so that he can become popular. I think sometimes, right, in our own minds, say, well, you know, Jesus is healed there, he's healed there. It's not like Jesus is saying, okay, I'm going to do this, and that'll be really great. I'll gather another 5,000 here. If I heal the dead, yes, that'll be even more awesome. I'll gather another 15 or 20,000 over here. It's not how Jesus is thinking when he approaches the human person. When he approaches each person, each of his children, each of us. He's not thinking about how can I do something cool in this person's life so that I can become more popular. He actually likes doing things for us just because he loves us, period. He doesn't care if no one ever finds out. And I think there's something beautiful about that kind of relationship with someone, right? When you're with somebody, there's no strings attached. There's no, if you will, hidden agenda or um, alter, other ulterior you know, motive going on in that person's heart. But they just want to spend time with you because they love you, period. So think about that. The people in our lives. Do we spend time with people like Jesus wants to spend time with us? And you know, the more we let that truth sink into our souls, that I'm just going to spend time with the Lord just because. It's a relationship I want to invest in. And this is the purpose He came. Again, He wants to save us from relationships that always have this ulterior motive. This, this motivation of, what am I going to get out of it? What's in it for me? That's, that's such a burden to carry, right? Jesus says, come to me, you who are burdened and laboring. I'll give you rest. What's he want to give us rest from? He wants to give us rest from, again, those ideas in our minds that 
you know, God relates to me because, you know, he wants something. Or, or what can I get out of you, Jesus? How about, Lord, I don't want anything today. I just want to be with you today. I want the grace to just learn how to be with you and love you as you are. And so we look at the, kind of leaping into the first reading a bit, and we see Job. Talk about a bad day. Job is having a horrible day, obviously, when you read that first reading. I mean, he got serious depression going on right here. Job is, you know, he says, you know, when I rise, the night drags on. I'm filled with restlessness to the dawn. Um, I shall never see happiness again. Is not man's life on a drudgery? Are not all his days a hireling? You know, on and on and on. All this negative stuff coming out of Job's heart. Well, you might say, you know, how often in our prayer lives do we feel like we can't share something? We feel like God's not too excited about hearing about what's going on in my heart or my life. Job's praying right there. That's a prayer. Job's sharing his heart. He's acknowledging what's going on and he's expressing it to the Lord. He's giving himself to the Lord. He's sharing where he's at right now. He's not sharing where he thinks God wants him to be or where he hopes he could be. You know how many times have you and I, at least I've done this in prayer, where, you know, I pray not where I am, but I, when I pray, it's like sometimes I can pray where I'm not, meaning I'm saying words that aren't in a line with where my heart really is at that moment. Then we wonder why prayer gets like a task. Prayer's not a task if you can go to your heart, accept it, and start sharing it with the Lord. Prayer becomes a task when we don't address our heart and we try to be somewhere we're not. Because maybe we're afraid to be where our hearts really are. Because we know we're powerless to change where our hearts are. But see, that's where the relationship, that's where faith can kind of be jump-started. That's where that experience of loving Jesus and Jesus loving me can happen. Right there in that space, in that place. So, the psalm today, the Lord, praise the Lord, He heals the brokenhearted. That should be a message of hope to you. God heals the brokenhearted. So this idea, try to kind of maybe ponder this throughout the day or this week, is how does God relate to me? And how do I relate to others? Is there any ulterior motives, or at least I perceive an ulterior motive in Jesus that He wants to use me in some way? Or does Jesus just want to spend time with me? And if I can surrender to that, then I'll just want to spend time with Him. And if I get that into me, and I start experiencing the peace that comes with that way of life, then I'm going to relate to others that way. And you're preaching the gospel when you love people, not because of what they can give you, but because of who they are. And we all know this, but you know when people are relating to you just because they love you, and you know when people are relating to you because they want to get something. We all know that. I mean, our, the antenna's there. We, we all can pick that up. Don't you feel really good when people relate to you like, there's certain people, like, when you're with them, you feel like you can just naturally be yourself. I don't understand it, but 
kind of, I think, what I'm talking about is there's a gift and grace in that moment. So let's maybe strive this week to, they always say Mother Teresa, when she was with someone, you, you'd never know anyone else existed because she was so involved in that person she was talking to. Let's maybe try to live that way this week. You know, first with the Lord and then with the people that we meet each day. And realize it's okay. We don't have to like be all fake and bubbly and happy and like, you know, like Job sometimes he had a bad day. We can have our bad days. We need people that we can share that with. Huh? So let's ask the Lord to heal our broken heart. And don't be afraid to be childlike. Because sometimes in our mind right now, it's like, oh, I, I somewhat know the Lord a little bit, you know, I know how to pray. But let me, let me suggest this is, yes, you might know Him some and know how to pray, but there's so much more. Don't limit the Lord to what you just know now. Because our minds can, can be like, oh, that's a good idea, I could try that. But you know what? Go beyond just trying. Get out of the boat and start walking on the water. Get out of the boat. Walk on the water. Try this this week. Get out and walk. Get out of the comfort zone. And what you're going to find again is you're going to start finding you're going to taste grace. You're not just going to think about it, but you're going to actually experience God's power holding you above the water in that relationship. And it starts to say, that's God. That's His presence. So as we continue the Mass, let's never be afraid to, to give ourselves to the Lord. Because we might, you know, the Lord's not like, well, this one's messed up, man. I'll never be able to use this one so screwed up. Like, that's not God. God always wants to just love us. That doesn't mean our hearts can't be here, can't be there. So let's just surrender at Mass today a new way. Ask the Lord, let today be the first day of the rest of your life. Really enter into that with faith.